everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud wrestling podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. We are days away from AEW Full Gear. It could, when you're listening to this, we could even be hours away. You know, it all depends. But this Saturday, November 13th, live from Minneapolis, Minnesota, our neighbors to the south, AEW Full Gear at the Target Center. I myself am very stoked for it. I will, you know, we're in the little midst of a uh, some snow coming down right now when I'm uh, recording this, but the plan is to uh, head down there tomorrow, Friday morning, and uh, hopefully make it in time for Rampage. So that's the uh, that's the game plan, and then full gear Saturday. And like I said, I'm I'm stoked for it. I'm jacked up. I can't wait. Uh, I've been grinning ear to ear as the days are counting down, getting closer and closer to it. So it should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, uh, be able to see some uh, see some faces down there, and just be a part of uh, you know something special. I'm very excited for it. the uh, the ca- The card rounded into shape last night after AEW Dynamite, and uh, I figured today we're gonna do a little preview of Full Gear, what to expect, you know, some of the matches I'm excited for, and just to, just to break down a few things and uh, look ahead at what uh, what could be to come. So it should be a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully you'll be checking it out too. It seems like the the hype is uh, pretty high for it. It's not at the same level as All Out, but I mean, really, what could be after what was, you know, kind of teased around it. You had CM Punk making his return, his first match back, and then just with the, the rumors of who could be showing up, and you had Minoru Suzuki show up, and having... Adam Cole and Brian Danielson show up. So there's not the same sort of hype in that sense, but I think with the build for some of the matches, you look at them and see what they've been doing storyline-wise. I think there is a lot of hype just in a different way. We may as well jump right into things, get, kick off the uh, the full gear preview episode in full effect. We'll start at the bottom. We've got at the for the buy end, you have Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter facing off against Hikaru Shida, <laughs> Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. Uh, it's basically furthering the AEW TBS championship tournament. Um, Nyla and Shida will be facing off in one match. You have Hater and Thunder Rosa in the other. And I mean, it's good to have another women's match on the card because quite frankly they're not doing enough with the division as it is i would almost prefer to have another match on the main card but look i'm not gonna i'm gonna take what i can get and having this match i mean i'm excited for it you have all four competitors are fantastic in the ring they're great wrestlers and i mean i very much enjoyed the storyline between nyla and Sheeta all throughout you know they had their championship matches last year building up to Sheeta winning and they they're two very talented wrestlers so those two coupled with Jamie Hayter who I'm I'm a big fan of um I think she was a great addition to the division and Thunder Rosa I mean what more to be can be said about Thunder Rosa she had a potential match of the year candidate with Britt Baker earlier this year um 
having her face off with someone from the the Baker family there with uh, Jamie Hayter. I think that they're, uh, you know, just furthering the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker feud. You kind of, a lot of people were wanting the uh, Thunder Rosa Baker singles match for the title after, uh, after, or leading up to All Out, I should say. But to have... Oh, my computer just did some funky stuff there. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's all still good. Um, wanting the Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker singles match, but I like the the build they've been doing to it because I mean on Dynamite last night you had the uh, trios match between Anna J, Ty Conti, Thunder Rosa, and uh, the Baker family. So just getting that little bit of uh, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker in the ring at the same time furthering that storyline having that kind of underneath the baker conti storyline it's nice you know you can further it with the tbs tournament and ultimately it'll i'm thinking we're going to get thunder rosa Britt baker for the title in the new year so i mean it kind of says i don't think thunder rosa is going to win the tournament but i'll gladly take another Thunder rosa and Britt baker singles match because they absolutely delivered first go around so I would like to see them do it again in a longer feud. Let's build to this and have a great match. But so that's your opening opening contest on the buy-in. I mean, fully expecting it could be a toss-up. Honestly, you know, I could see either team winning it. I think you almost do. Whoever is going to get the pin in this tag match will ultimately be losing first in in their round matchup. So if you have uh, Nyla Rose, you know, pinning Sheeta. I think that Sheeta's going to get her comeuppance in the uh, tournament match. If it's, you know, Hater pinning Rosa, which would kind of surprise me, I think, you know, uh, or sorry, if you have Thunder Rosa pinning Hater, then, you know, Hater winning, but that would completely surprise me. But needless to say, it's a toss up. If I have to, if I have to pick the two between the two, I'm going to go with uh, Nyla Rose and Jamie Hater. I think. You know, having the faces have to be the underdog in it, I'm okay with that. So we'll take Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter at the buy-in match. So we'll we'll see. It should be a, should be a solid match. So now on to the main card. Uh, you got nine main card matches. We'll start off with the one that was most recently announced, but there was a lot. Of, you could almost sense that there was going to be build up to it. Uh, side note: it's. I kind of enjoy seeing what the card ended up being as to the pictures of Tony Khan with the sheet that everyone was trying to make out the matches because there were a few changes and we'll get into those later on. But it's uh, just nice to see how it compares to the two. So uh, last night was made official uh, having Pac and Cody Rhodes facing off against Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Now, from the beginning, I was very hesitant about Andrade um his first match with Matt Seidel I thought it put Seidel over more than it should have put Andrade over and I don't know if it was the style that Andrade was working getting more comfortable in the ring he'd only had a handful of matches outside of New York up to this point so you had there was going to be some sort of uh rust so to say getting the the New York stigma off of him and kind of shedding all of that but I do think he's definitely coming to his own. Um, he's a welcome sight now on Dynamite. Definitely has brought it in his matches. His feud with Pac has been fantastic. 
you could have those two going out every other week and I would be quite all right with it. So him teaming with Malachi Black, who has been over from the get-go in AEW, the fans have been all about him. And I mean, I like that when he throw he dishes out the Black Mass and they want another one. He refuses to do it. You know, he won't appease the fans. So I love that about him. Having those two facing off with Cody and Pac, they, you've interchanged the four of them having faces face the heels and singles matches and so on, building to this. I've absolutely loved what they've done with Cody Rhodes in this feud. I think it's fantastic. I know a lot of people are pushing for him to turn heel, but sort of like John Cena in the sense where he does so much outside of the ring, I don't think that we will ever see that. Uh, I think it's going to be too much. I think we're going to see face Cody for his run here in AEW until he decides to do something else or step back. And I'm okay with that. Uh, the build to this, his singles matches with Malachi Black have been incredible. His match with Andrade the other week was great as well. So you put these four wrestlers in the same match, and I'm really excited just to see what they will bring to the table in this match. Um, if I have to pick one, I do think you will see... Uh, Cody and Pac getting the win in this match but I would be okay either way um, they've done like I said they've done a great build to this they make me want to see more from the four and I would be okay with a longer feud between Cody and Black even I know won't be the case but down the road if they want to revisit it I think it would be a welcome a welcome feud back into the fold so that one I think uh it, it's, it could be a sleeper in how good of a match it really will be. You look at the entire card, and there are, I mean, a 10-match card, and you could say that each one is each match on this card, it's going to be different in its own way, but it will be fantastic. The storylines have been built very well. The promos for it make you excited for what's to come, so it should be a really solid card. Uh, next up, we got a trios match. Christian Cage and Jurassic Express, who I constantly butcher their team name. Last night, I think I called them Jungle Express. Uh, sometimes I want to call them Lucha Express, but it's Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus facing off with the Super Click, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Um, I guess Nick Jackson is getting over a ankle injury. And uh, last week or earlier this week, the comment would made because he was nervous that he may have to miss the match. And then a comment was made that uh, it would have been a shame for Jurassic Express because then they would have got their first five-star match. I kind of, uh, I enjoyed that. So I've been very, I've been hyped up on this feud so far. Uh, Adam Cole has been incredible in AEW so far. The fans love him. He's a welcome addition to the, uh, to the group. Uh, with Christian and... Jurassic Express, I think uh, they, they've been delivering. You're almost waiting for Jurassic Express to break through to that next level and become, you know, the superstars. They're, they're right there. The fans love them. And uh, it's, I know uh, Jungle Boy, he has a bright future ahead of him. But I think it's getting to the point where you're just waiting for them to flick that switch and have them become raised to the next level, whether it's with you know, becoming champions or whatever it could be. So uh, 
with this match, I mean, I think this will ultimately be used to further a storyline, whether it's having Adam Cole Christian or Adam Cole Jungle Boy. I think the it's there, you know? And even, I mean, there was a, the slight teases of, you know, a few months ago with, you know, almost the odd look of uh, not dissension, but, you know, kind of keeping their eye on each other between Christian and Jungle Boy, you know, it's something in the ring that, you know, Jungle Boy had that look like what the what the hell's going on. So I'm curious as to see if maybe we get a Christian heel turn coming out of this or what will pertain to it. It's a false count anywhere match, so it gives them a lot of room to play. They'll be able to do some fun stuff off the stage or whether it's in the crowd, in the back. That'll be nice. It just adds another dimension to the match. So that should be good. You know, I felt more comfortable coming out of All Out being able to predict who I think would win. Um, I do. I would not be surprised one bit seeing either team win. If I have to pick one, I'm going to go with the super click. I'm I'm a mark for the Young Bucks. What can I say? I, I enjoy them in the ring. So I'll take them and Adam Cole and just to see where they continue to go with it. I like the little tease last night with uh, Bobby Fish and Adam Cole backstage and just the, the lines that were delivered. So I'm all for when Kyle O'Reilly's contract is up having Red Dragon reunite in AEW, give me Red Dragon and the Young Bucks all over again. I'm here for it. So, yeah, we'll go with the Super Click, taking home the win in the Trios Falls Count Anywhere match. So we've got Darby Allen facing off with MJF. If I had to pick one match that I was a little not fully invested in, we'll say, it's this match. Uh, I don't know if it's just because it seems the build for it it's been there's almost been gaps in between uh even if it's only a week it just has kind of taken me slightly out of it i do think that both will have a fantastic match with each other they're two of the four pillars of aew from the mjf promo so they should have a great match together and i'm curious as to to the outcome from all of this will you see mjf continue the streak that he's on I mean, he has, I think, one loss, one singles loss in AEW. Will he get the win over Darby and push him, maybe that push, to the main event scene, you know, a future title shot? Or does Darby get the win and we see maybe some sort of dissension amongst Pinnacle? Because you've seen FTR, you know, siding with Andrade and Malachi Black the past few weeks so you have to wonder is he is there more to it than just them their services being rented out so with this one i think you know mjf he's consistent in the ring always always seems to have a great match uh darby allen is incredible he's a fantastic wrestler a great performer and his daredevil uh moves and the some of his the way he can you know flick on a switch and you know go to that next level which i know i've talked about previously on on the podcast they it's two completely different styles but i do think that it should be a really great match and after their last promo where darby had said that he will beat him in a wrestling match maybe he pushes the daredevil stunts to the side and does just go in the ring with him and sees what he can do 
And I mean, if give me a tease of MJF winning with a side headlock, you know, whether it's a pin or whatever, you know, give me that tease because I'm all for it. Let's uh, let's have some fun with it. So should be another solid match. Who do I think is going to win this? Like the other ones, it's a toss up in my mind. Uh, I'm not fully, you know, convinced either way of who should win. I think you could make arguable stories for either one. Um, But if I have to pick one, gun to my head, I think we're going to get MJF to win. And I think this is going to push him to that next, uh, not the next title shot, but it's going to push him into that main event scene once again. I think there's a lot of room for him with uh, some of the rumors coming around that Maybe uh, Omega takes a little time off for a shoulder. It's tough to say. So, I mean, there's your your perfect heel foil in the main event scene with uh, MJF. So should be uh, should be interesting just to see how this plays out. After that, let's go with uh, the AEW World Tag Team Championship. FTR, the current AAA Tag Team Champions, facing off with the Lucha Bros, the AEW World Tag Team Champions. Uh we haven't seen much match-wise out of Lucha Bros lately. I'm sure they're still dealing with some injuries or just kind of getting ready for this match. Uh, that The all-out match was against the Young Bucks was incredible, and I'm sure it took a lot out of them. So to be able to kind of recharge and get with it again, you know, it takes a little time. So hopefully that's uh, they'll be able to. Both are incredible tag teams. They're two of my favorites. But when you match the two up together, it almost seems like something isn't clicking as well as, you know, FTR Young Bucks or FTR with other tag teams. So I'm really curious if they'll be able to get past that and have the, you know, incredible match that both teams are capable of. I think that if they do, this could easily steal the show for the match of the night. So Penta and Phoenix, two of my favorites in the ring, singles or tag team. I love watching them. Phoenix is next level in the ring with what he can do. I mean, you've all seen it. He is great. So last night on Dynamite, we had the Pack versus Dax Harwood match. Dax has really come to his own. He gives me huge Bobby Eaton vibes where with a wrestler who is a great tag team wrestler, but is also fantastic in the ring as a singles. So that's, I think it's a huge, huge comparison there. So I really want these two teams to have that match that will solidify them, you know, that they are capable of having the match that we all know that they can have. Um, Like I said, both great teams. The feud hasn't been... it's been all right. I mean, they've done a great job of putting FTR over as, uh, you know, having the upper hand over Lucha Bros with, you know, the storyline injuring of Phoenix or even just being able to take him out. But I think that we will get, uh, I believe that these two teams, they are going to bring it. They're going to give us the match that we all know that they can have. And uh, it should be a really good, uh, really good tag championship match. I mean, I'm fully expecting uh, Lucha Bros to retain. I think there's a lot more that they can do with them as tag champions. But I mean, I also wouldn't hate if you had FTR winning, becoming the first two-time AEW tag team champions. You know, whether if you do that and 
have them defend those titles. I mean, there's already talk that they're going to defend the AAA titles in Mexico in December. So maybe FTR wins and we get a FTR Lucha Bros match down there for the titles. I don't know. It's uh, You could do a lot with it. And I mean, that probably won't happen. Why would Tony Khan want a match on that of that caliber not done on under his promotion under his banner so uh it'll be great to see what they can do i'm fully expecting a fantastic match if not incredible and uh you know what gun to my head with these two i'm taking lucha bros to retain with a potential match of the night i will say it right now potential match of the night so after that let's go with the uh the finals of the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament Final. Um, we got Brian Danielson facing off with Miro. Everyone fully expected Danielson to be in the finals. And going off of the notebook, I think everyone kind of expected John Moxley to be in the finals. Moxley having to take some time off to deal with uh, some personal stuff. And I think uh, everyone fully supports him in this. So... And that's, you know, with not having Moxie, we're getting Miro instead. And I think that Daniel Bryan, or sorry, Brian Danielson is making a solid, solid push for wrestler of the year just with the past two and a half months. From the get-go, his appearance in AEW, having that half-hour classic with Kenny Omega, you know, great matches with Daniel Garcia, Anthony Bowens, Minoru Suzuki, um... The list goes on of everyone he steps in the ring with. I mean, even the match with Rocky Romero last night, that was a great match. It was a lot of fun, and it's not like he's just carrying some schlub. He's facing off with great wrestlers in there. Saturday is going to be no different. Uh, Miro, I've done a complete 180 on him since he first debuted as the best man. I absolutely fucking hated that, and it had big-time, you know, change-the-channel vibes for me. Since he's, you know got rid of uh being with kip sabian being on his own being god's champion the tnt champion having that run in the matches he was able to do i'm fully invested in miro i i don't see him winning today or sorry i don't see him winning at full gear but i do think that this will be the greatest match that miro has had not just because of Brian Danielson, but because he's been incredible in the ring himself. I think these two together, they both want to deliver. Two former guys from WWE, you have to know that they want to put on a show, if not just to stick it to them, just to show what they can do in the ring, how they were limited, having their hands handcuffed and not being able to go all out and be able to just show what they can do. So that coupled with the fact that two incredible wrestlers vying for that future championship opportunity, sorry, future title shot championship opportunity. What is this? Vying for that future title shot. I think these two are going to go all out. This has huge potential match of the night vibes for me. They're going to deliver and I'm fully expecting nothing less. Um, I can't wait to see Brian Danielson live. I haven't seen him wrestle in in person since about 2013 i think at a house show in winnipeg there it was a cage match between him and kane where a local radio dj got into a shoving match with uh, batista and then subsequently got fired shortly after so um nonetheless 
I'm very stoked for it. I think it'll be a really good match. Miro has been incredible. Um, I I do not think that we will ever see Lana show up in AEW, and I don't think that Russo or Rusev needs Lana. I think he's fully capable by himself. His promos have been fantastic. I don't think that having Lana actually adds much to uh, Rusev. So if I'm going out on a limb, I'm fully taking Brian Danielson to win. I don't think that uh, his first loss should be at the pay-per-view. I think you ride the Danielson wave as long as you can because there's so many potential great matches around the corner with him that a loss might dampen the excitement a little bit for those. So fully taking Danielson to win, going getting a future title shot, and uh, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to see because I mean spoiler I'm fully picking Hangman to win. Give me Brian Danielson and Hangman Page, they're going to put on a fucking fantastic match. So I'm here for it. Brian Danielson to win future title shot, count it. Up next, let me uh, scroll over to the old Wikipedia's. Let's go with the Minneapolis Street Fight. You got a ten man tag, the Inner Circle facing off against men of the year and American top team. Now this match, I get huge, like old school territory NWA vibes from it, especially with Dan Lambert, Dan Lambert being a part of it. Uh, you just know he's going to have those old school cornet, uh, wrestler moments where, you know, capitalizing on the downs, you know, Jericho, you know, Jericho's going to be down. He's going to be, Lambert's going to be wanting to get into the ring deliver some kicks, get those the cheap heat just to build that up. And I'm fully into it. Uh, I think he's been great on the mic. Uh, having Junior DeSantos in the ring a few weeks back was great. You know, he, you can tell that he's, it was the first time stepping in the ring, but it's not like he fell on his face. So having a match like this, a street fight, it definitely will be able to hide some of the, you know, some of the weaker, weaker, um, uh, weaker moments, we'll say, you know, because, you know, Arlovsky's never been in a wrestling match, or if he has, I have no idea about it. So having Arlovsky and Junior DeSantos, you're handcuffed a little bit. So being able to mask that with a street fight will only increase the uh, how the enjoyment for everyone. So if you did a standard 10-man tag, it would be the fucking shits. So, but in a street fight, you have the options outside of the ring weapons all of that stuff and it should be fun i mean i'm kind of excited to be able to sing judas in person and i will belt it out as loud as i can and uh just to have fun with it all it's the build-up to it has been great if anything i think something that's kind of getting slept on is how much Paige van zant looks like a perfect fit into aw um She's got a great look. She was fantastic on the mic a few weeks ago. And then if she could, you know, get into training and just how quickly she could pick that up, I think she would be a great addition to the roster. So um, on Wikipedia, it says that she'll be in the corner with uh, Mr. Van Zandt, uh, Austin Vander, Vanderford, Vanderwoofd, Vander, Vanderfort. Um, so Paige and Austin should be there just to add a little bit more to it. And I think they'll have a lot of fun with this match. It'll be fun. It'll be exciting. It's You're not going to get the work rate match in this, but you wouldn't expect that from a street fight. Um, 
this isn't proud and powerful versus the best friends. So this is, you know, you got a lot more moving parts to this one. And for the record, I love that proud and powerful versus inner circle match or proud and powerful versus um, best friends match. It was great. So in this one, I think you get uh, inner circle coming out on top, getting the win because I mean, after the beat down on dynamite and the way they've built it up, I think America's top team and men of the year, it would make sense for them to win coming out of this. I think you'd need to have inner circle win, but I'm also, I'd be okay if this is, you know, not a last hurrah for inner circle, but if they all started going their own ways, you know, they can still do a match like this the odd time, but you know, let proud and powerful move on, give them the next title shot. That's what I want. Let Sammy defend the TNT title because I mean, it's been three weeks since he's had a match. So let him keep, you know, having those good matches. Give me the Sammy Guevara TNT invitational challenge because I want Guevara to have that and Amazing Red to come out because Amazing Red's got a match with Will Ospreay coming up, so you know he's still in ring shape. Give me Amazing Red versus Sammy Guevara. Let's have it. They'd put on a great match. And, I mean, Jericho is going to be doing his touring still with Fozzie. They've got um, Europe dates coming up. So, I mean, you could have them win, let them go their own ways a little bit. Or on the flip side, you could have America's Top Team Men of the Year win and it kind of just leads to Inner Circle doing their own thing for a bit. There's options there, so just whichever path they decide to go down. Only a few matches left on the uh, on the card. I just don't want to forget anything. So I keep switching back and forth to uh, the old Wikipedia. In a match that's come up in like two weeks builds, almost three weeks build, CM Punk facing off with Eddie Kingston. The promo on rampage last week was incredible and if you haven't seen it yet please go out of your way and watch it between that the video promos they've done for the road to full gear even the brawl that they had on dynamite last night in three weeks time they've made this feud seem so incredibly important you couple the build-up in the feud along with the eddie kingston uh article that came out the other day and you can't help but want to see Eddie Kingston get the win here. And I would be amazed if he did get the win because I don't think, in sort of in the same vein as Brian Danielson, I don't think you have the first loss happen for CM Punk just yet. You know, in a few months' time, sure, but I don't think he loses yet. I'd be quite all right if he did. I think that's fine. And you could do still do a lot with it. And I mean, I'm sure Eddie Kingston, that would be a huge, huge thing for him. But either way, these two are going to put on an incredible match. The buildup has been fantastic. They're both great in the ring. So to see what they can do together, I'm, I'm stoked for it. They've got the long backstory that they've sort of highlighted with some of those old, uh, old video clips. I'm a sucker for that shit. Give me that anytime. Um, having that, having them on the mic, the battles back and forth, and knowing what both can do in the ring, this is going to be a fantastic match. It's one that I cannot wait for. So, needless to say, I don't think CM Punk takes the loss here. I think he is going to get the win, but I also think that this is going to be a great match, and it could easily be one of my favorites of the night. I think I've said that for both three others, but I think it just goes to show the longevity, longevity, that the word of uh, maybe that's not even the right word, but just shows the the talent they have on this card tonight where 
there's six or seven matches which could easily steal the show B match of the night and just be a great a great night of wrestling. So needless to say, these two needless to say, always needless to say, um, these two are gonna put on a fantastic match and I think that everyone feels this way. It just to to see the storyline play out and see what they're able to do together, that's what I'm stoked for. So I do think CM Punk's gonna get the win. Should be great, and it'll be a lot of fun. It's a big step from the potential Wardlow match that it seemed to say on on the uh, notebook, but I'm okay with that. I'd be okay with the Wardlow match too, but I think down the line, I kind of was thinking to myself of just what they could do with it. And, you know, you, you have CM Punk win. Maybe, you know, Brian Danielson, Hangman Page, they go that way. Maybe you do CM Punk MJF right after this. Um, those two on the mic I think would be great together in the ring also great and it could lead to that eventual they've teased it over the you know past seven months of Wardlow finally having enough of MJF shit so maybe you have you know this is where Wardlow finally leaves MJF and goes off on his own I, I love Wardlow great look great you know power great strength and some of the moves he does is just fantastic I like in that match with Wheeler Yuta on Dynamite, the fucking four power bombs in a row and just wow. So I'm I'm here for it. Give me a give me a punk win against Kingston leading to a punk feud with MJF. Sign me up. I'm all over that. So after that, the AEW Women's World Championship. Ty Conti facing off against Britt Baker, the champion. I think that they've uh I don't think, sorry, I do not think at all that Ty is going to get the win here. I I mean, I would be quite all right with a championship win, but I think there's still so much more to do with Britt Baker that it would be criminal to take the title off of her right now. You still have that feud with Thunder Rosa. You have so much more with her. And I mean, I think you're going to get the long bill to that. Plus, you know, they have been adding more to the... Uh, the women's division so being able to see Britt Baker facing off with some more of the uh, wrestlers because I mean I'm still here I'll give me another Britt Baker Riho match you know I'd be okay with that we've barely seen Riho lately so sign me up then you still also have the some of the wrestlers who didn't advance into the TBS tournament more potential with that I love Ty Conti she's come so far since she debuted and you really love to see it. She's incredibly talented, fantastic in the ring, some very innovative moves too. So she's come a long way, and I'm very stoked for her to get this opportunity. I think that uh, they've done a nice job building up Britt being scared of her, which was evident last night on Dynamite. So, I mean, I'm fully taking Britt Baker to get the win here, but I think it will be very enjoyable, and it'll be interesting to see just where they go with that. It's. I was looking at some of the you know, dark taping results and even from the past week and the amount of a trios matches they've been doing with the women's division. It's, it's very uh, interesting just to see what they're going to be doing with that. If they're going to be using that more as a vehicle to get more of the wrestlers on the show, on the main shows, because I think that'd be a great way to go about it. So just to be able to go out there, show what they can do because they're really not getting that opportunity yet. The division is getting more and more full incredibly talented wrestlers on there 
they need a chance to show what they can do to build themselves up and advance themselves. So whatever they need to do, I think that the uh, AEW really needs to start looking at it. And that's one complaint I have is not giving some of those wrestlers enough time. So hopefully this leads to more, more for them being able to get out there and do it. But in this match, fully expecting just a solid match between the two. Britt is incredibly over. She's, she basically carried the division on her back during the, the first hit of the pandemic. So she was putting on great matches. I mean, Sheeta was too. She was the champion. But to me, more came from Britt and just that switch being flipped to her becoming a heel and having the, the interviews with Tony Schiavone those backstage things and even in the doctor's office you know the conspirator bit so Britt has done a great job no way does she lose the title on at full gear she's going to retain and I'm I'm stoked for that eventual Thunder Rosa Britt Baker pay-per-view match we're going to get because it will be fantastic and finally wrapping things up for the AEW World Championship challenging for that title Hangman Adam Page facing off with the pride of Winnipeg the, the Winnipeg's greatest export, I will go out and say, Kenny by God Omega, the wrestling god. The build for this, I mean, I went over everything on last week's episode. The build has been incredible. They added even more on Dynamite with Omega signing the contract in Hangman's blood. Even Hangman talking about maybe Kenny was the problem, you know, having issues with his last partner in Kota Ibushi teasing Coda, and it's not the first time Coda's been teased so I can't wait for him to show up but having that and it's you know what I cannot wait I'm very stoked I'm fully expecting Hangman to win to finally reach that next level and win the championship and I think it'll be an incredible moment when it happens um, there is not much more I can say about this match that I haven't already said. The buildup has been fantastic. There are two incredibly talented wrestlers, two of the best, and they will absolutely bring it on Saturday, and I'm expecting nothing less. So fully, fully into Hangman winning, getting the AEW World Championship, and having the Anxious Millennial Cowboy as our champion. So it should be great, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think these two are going to go all out, and really put on a fantastic match. So fully expecting a solid five-star one out of these two, and I think they're going to deliver. So definitely let me know. Let me know what matches you are excited for on this card. Top to bottom, it is a, a stacked card. Like I said before, not the same hype around all out, but uh, it's got a different hype to it. So this is going to be a card that definitely delivers. So hit me up. Let me know what matches you're stoked for. Or maybe, you know, what else you're what else you're hyped about with uh, wrestling these days. So you can drop me an email, grainmakerpodcast at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. Let me know if there's a, a guest you would like on in the future. I would love to have them on and talk wrestling with them. Up on Twitter, GrainmakerPod. Shoot me a uh, message on there. Shoot me a follow. Love talking wrestling and just uh, talking about the business that we all we all love. So up on Facebook, Great Maker Wrestling Podcast, and I've slowly been adding more stuff. It's usually just matches that I've come across that I've enjoyed watching, but uh, up on there, and then, uh, yeah, up on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening on there, please rate, please review, 
Uh, it would mean a lot to me, and uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be great. But uh, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. I truly appreciate it. I say it every time, and I honestly mean it. It is just nice to know that uh, you know you enjoy checking out the podcast and listening to me ramble for half hour to forty five minutes about wrestling. So thank you so so much. Truly appreciate it. But until then, you know we'll talk later on. I'm bringing my laptop and mic down with me depending what time i get up sunday morning i mean i still have the drive back um but i might just uh might try and pop on and do a full gear review so no promises on that one but we'll see we'll see how it comes needless to say i have last night i recorded an interview uh that's going to be up next week very stoked to share that one incredibly talented wrestler and i'm very very hyped to uh share that one but Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. We'll talk soon.